Good evening. We're focusing this afternoon as we continue to discuss serving in pain on the person Moses. Let's look at Deuteronomy 34 from verse 5 to verse 7. So Moses the servant of the Lord died there in the land of Moab according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in the valley in the land of Moab opposite Beth Peor. But no man knows his burial place to this day. Although Moses was 120 years old when he died, his eyes was not dim, nor his vigor abated. As we look at Moses in scriptures, we found that there were a number of different experiences that Moses had. He grew up in struggle, not struggle in terms of poverty, not struggle in terms of hardship of home but when he was born his mother had to make that difficult decision to give him up so as to speak in order to save his life and when you look at that kind of a beginning in the life of a child it makes you wonder if you did not know the story what the end would be like because no matter the intervention that is made that beginning would seemingly in our life experience anyway have some kind of a detrimental impact on the whole life of that child so we found that Moses fortunate as he was to have been rescued from the water and we know the story around how that setup was made and he grew up in the house of Pharaoh as Pharaoh's son. And we should be familiar with how that relationship ended with him having learned the ways of his people, having understood the justice of God sought to defend his people and eventually ran away. We understand why he had to run away. My God. I, I, I can't get into the nitty-gritty of the thing. 
because I want us, as we touch on the little things, that we will turn back to the pages of scripture and look back at them. But we understand why Moses had to run away. Because his calling, my God, hallelujah, exceeded his appointment in the place where he was. He was in the house of Pharaoh, fitted with an inheritance, but he had a greater call, a greater mission that was etched in eternity and he had to answer that call. He did not plan for it. I don't believe he was prepared for it. No one, there's no record of his mother saying to him, uh, you can expect that this is going to be your outcome. He did not even have the experience that Esther had with a Mordecai coming to him and saying, you must take this role. It flowed out of him because his anointing exceeded it's 20 hours the appointment that he had so he ran away and the years grew into decades he went back under the anointing of God worked on the deliverance of Israel and one would normally celebrate a victory like that has been a great thing but instead of it when you read the scriptures God hallelujah hallelujah you read other people going around in circles 40 years to make a seven-day journey oh my god i cannot imagine the horror can you imagine the manna the quail the deliverance at the red sea all of those great and mighty miracles that god did and still massive complaining So this is why Moses stand out for me as, as someone who was serving in pain. It is easy to be comfortable, hallelujah, with an appointment that you have grown into. It is easy to become comfortable in a space where you became familiar where you are favored and it is difficult when you find yourself among people who question your integrity who question your ability 
who question your intention and may even say after you've heard from the Lord hast God said I believe that when Moses went up to inquire of the Lord that I, 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 I almost believe that he might have been wrestling with the call what do you do when your anointing does not seem to match up with the new appointment. Everything turns upside down. Everything becomes topsy-turvy. What do you do? Moses went up and he had communion with God and he came down and spoke to the people and for all kinds of difficulty. And after all of that, eventually we read that he became full of the people, he had enough of them. And he responded angrily to God before God's people in a way that typified disobedience. And God said, you will see the land, but you won't go in it. This was the very word that he also spoke to the people. Hallelujah. 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 What do you do, oh Jesus, when your calling seems like it is taking away your inheritance. This Deuteronomy 34, 5 to 7, is difficult for me to read it. Difficult. Because this ending, we read it as being a holy, surreal ending for a great man of God that God buried him and hide his body. But it, it seems unceremonious for the hard work that Moses seems to have put in he was a hundred and twenty years old when he died still full of strength good eyesight But no one knew where he was buried. He was celebrated for 30 days. 
but no one knew where he was buried to this day. I want to challenge in this hour someone who is serving in pain, maybe a wife with an unfaithful husband or a husband with or parents with ungrateful children perhaps a church leader with difficult church members if we quickly reflect on Moses's legacy we realize that the quiet burial was not characteristic of the life that he lived because the record of the children of Israel of the early days Genesis Exodus Leviticus Numbers Deuteronomy and I dare even say Joshua came as a result of the significant impact that Moses had on the life of Israel. It might not have been told in this Deuteronomy 34 verse 6. But you flip the pages going back. His service, his influence, his anointing, his calling is undeniable. And if you jump into Hebrews chapter 11, he is right there. Because he served faithfully faithful God don't watch the thank yous don't watch the brand that others walk with don't, don't watch the accolades that others receive watch God I wish I could bring a prophetic word that says that in this season your circumstances will change and God will lift you up and cause that you will be celebrated finally so people may know you and know what you've done. I, I, but, I, but I can't bring that word. I can only say to you, watch God. Watch God. Watch God. Watch God, watch God, watch God. You are not forgotten and you will not be forgotten. You are not forgotten and you will be remembered. Continue to serve God. 
the changes. Continue to serve God in the sacrifice, the things that you've given up, the comfort, the, the, the favored place. To take on struggle, to do something new that nobody else wanted to do. Embrace God. Embrace his call. Don't put it down yet. He will bring deliverance. What do I mean that Joshua, the book of Joshua, bears the mark of Moses? For at the end of the day, Shadadako Sataya. At the end of the day, <laughs> as quietly as Moses was buried in the backside of the desert, in the same strength, <laughs> Joshua the son of Nun rose up, having come under the influence of Moses. Your seed shall bear your message and record. You will not be forgotten. So serve God in the pain. Still be faithful in the pain for your reward is sure. This will take a couple of minutes for you to listen to. But I trust that it will bring encouragement to your heart, to your soul, to your spirit. You are not forgotten. Father God, speak to the hearts, to the minds to the lives of your children. Bring encouragement to persons who are wondering how long, what next, what new. Father God, help them to recognize that you are right there, taking notice keeping record and in the time to come their legacy will be established and their children shall rise up and call them blessed the seed shall be protected hallelujah and they will never be hungry the favor might not be celebrated but their reward is sure. Speak to our hearts as we reflect on your word tonight, we pray. In Jesus' name.